Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. This week's episode, Parenting Pit Stop. Torn Tribe, we just want to take a moment to check in with you all and take a moment to just assess where we are in the race that we call parenting. Memes, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Happy December. I can't believe it. <laughs> right? Right here. Happy holidays, everyone. It's that season, you know. I definitely have a new work friend who's like, oh no, from as early as I can in November, even maybe before Thanksgiving, I'm already in holiday mode and I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, it's that's... definitely that time of year where you're trying to figure out how to make it through the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, you're considering all the things, all the things that happened, all the things that didn't happen, um, you know, and... I love this analogy of the race going around the track and ending up in that pit stop. Um, being that I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, NASCAR city, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember going for the first time ever to the NASCAR hall of fame, uh, museum here in Charlotte and actually participating in a pit stop. Torn Tribe, I cannot lift the tires. I am useless. <laughs> we learned very quickly. I needed to just move to the side, which is very similar to my parenting situation as of date, you know, as of right now. Um, whipping around that track super fast, trying to stay present, even if everything feels like a blur. I don't know, it means, I don't know if you've ever driven on a NASCAR track, but it's very inclined and it feels like your car would roll if you didn't drive at a decent speed. Um, luckily yeah. here, they allow you to do that because we do our light show at the NASCAR track. <laughs> so you, you drive through all these Christmas lights and at the end you get to drive on the track in your own car. I remember the first time we ever did that, we like screamed the entire way because I wasn't sure if Steve was going fast enough. I'm like, this <laughs> Honda Pilot is about to roll. Hold on. And we probably have too many people in the Honda Pilot. And we and we don't there. have anything inclined, but with the way everything is, I just wish we have regularly set pit stops in yeah. real life. It's so I'm cool. loving the analogy of having it in parenting or at least naming that it is necessary to feel like we could kind of persevere if if we get a little touch up and not just dragging ourselves to the finish line with our tires shredded and <laughs> um, our 
engine on or fire. worse <laughs> crashing into a wall <laughs> uh along the way um no brakes that's how i feel sometimes <laughs> yeah I'm, right. pump, I'm pumping on the brakes and there's no brakes um I definitely think so it's that for me it's always those contradictions that I really love this time of the year but it comes with all the things that are pressure professionally in family life it it just seemed like it added a layer with kids of planning expectations schedules busyness um with the joy but still lots of anticipation that not enough time tons of invitations will come at the same time and how to get it all done while we're still you know reporting to work and business as usual every day with just another added layer of responsibilities or expectations um and then you know I'm a fan of the like reflecting on the year and coming into the next one with like thoughts I want to man- thoughts that I want to manifest into reality um so it's it's just that time of year that I'm trying to stay organized. And for me, what means alignment is the care and balance. It, um, you know, it's resting, being able to juggle and be my best self and be present um, and all those things. So I think even what you mentioned as you were thinking of doing this and needing to prioritize the things that help us get to be our best and maybe needing to be offline or, and thinking about making the pit stops more times during the year so it won't feel the same when we get to this point. But we recently had our Thanksgiving break and I definitely use that as a time to disconnect and only focus on what I was presently doing and just being able to do that as much as it may feel like a task to get to that point where you're not checking work emails and you're letting, you know, you're not staying on socials or it's not calls or it's not the hustle and bustle of New York City traffic every day. Um, Being able to be present does decompress me and at least leave me refreshed so that I can come back to another season with a little more pep in my step. Yeah, I I think pit stops are necessary. And the amazing thing is, is that parenting is for the long haul. So there really is no finish line. Uh-huh. <laughs> that child will always refer to you as mom or dad. <laughs> so lucky us, there is no finish line. And so it's making sure we endure so that we can show up in every season as our best selves. And I, I've really been taking that to heart lately. And that's what I've been doing in my pit stop is reassessing almost every night before I go to bed. Did I show up in my kid's life the way I wanted to today? For my one that's off at college, like, did I say hi? Did I text? Did I read the latest thing that he sent me um did i get the package out you know and then with the three that are home like i'm constantly running through playing back my day and saying how many times because this is one conscious thing i've been trying to do toward tribe is 
reduce the amount of times I ask them to give me a minute to get back to whatever they're asking me. So prioritizing what they're going to say to me over what I'm already doing. So that way I'm not conveying every single time that they're an interruption. And that's really heavy on my heart the second half of the year after we did the 10 days off and we went on a family vacation. Unplugging for those 10 days made me realize like, hey, how often I tell them, give me a second, let me finish this call or let me finish this meeting or let me finish this folding or let me... I'm always doing something and they always come to say something or ask for something or to participate in something. And I'm always delaying the interaction because I'm occupied on my current task. So I've been trying to be more conscious of prioritizing their presence rather than deeming it as an interruption. I'm like, ah. The work call, I'm going to show up five minutes late. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> I have kids that come home during the work day at three o'clock. Like, that's normal. Everybody's experiencing that when they work from home, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just budgeting for it now. And I'm deeming it a meeting because it is a meeting. And they're important to me. So that's part of the stuff that I've been realigning in my pit stop is prioritizing their presence because the more I realize that my older son is coming to the close of his college days and is going to have to make some big life decisions, he's not going to be, it's uh, quotations, interrupting, right, as much as he does now. And I'm going to end up missing that. So (laughs) trying to take him while I got him, Tone Tribe. Trying to be present with them while I still have them close by. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I've been, um, some of our earlier this fall conversations or in the summer were about the independence and, and that has been opening up like an accountability for each, for ourselves, each of us, for me and Soph in our morning routine. It's just she and I. Oh, gets out of the house really early. Justin's off at school, and we just have our own thing. And sometimes it's like, our, I need one more minute. Let's snuggle." But other times, you know, we just set her Alexa to to have an actual alarm where it's not just me going in. And she popped up, and even the lotioning, and you know, getting dressed for yourself, and what do you need help with? And we've achieved the tying the shoes, which I got surprised about well it happened so late but then it happened so fast (laughs) yeah um but all those things are leaving us this room where I'm also not losing my patience for me more than the you're interrupting or wait it's the I get on 10 because I'm juggling myself and haven't mastered that and I have to juggle the kidneys and I don't like not showing up as my best self, like first thing in the morning, right? Like I had joked about um, self learning the social emotional, like bucket filler, bucket spiller. I don't know that I've changed categories fully yet, but um, 
we definitely just have our own flow and are not um, experiencing like a fussy negative moment. You know, and, and we're still running out the door, like trying to make it and not miss the door at school. And there really should be no reason for that because I'm up so early in the morning. But I try to do my, I'm up before she's up. And if I'm going to check in because I have delayed start at work, if I'm going to do any of that, it's like before we get into her getting ready part of the morning. Um, but it has allowed for like a nice flow and vibe and conversations. Um, that just make everything you have to do easier to do. Um, yeah, definitely. And the the red flags for me, Torn Tribe, that made me realize I needed to change the way I was interacting with my kids is just the everyday conversation would be sitting at the dinner table and they they would say things like, you just work too much. You're always working. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? And you're always on a call. Or if I'm just simply talking to a friend, they're like, is that a work meeting? Like they can't tell the difference between when I'm at work <laughs> and when I'm just talking to a friend. And that spoke volumes to me because I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm not communicating clearly. And I always look preoccupied and like they're not my main priority when really they are like they're the whole reason I work is to <laughs> make sure I can support them. So definitely realigning that. Then the other uh, part of the realignment stage that we go through, especially this time of year is understanding how we want um, our family dynamics next year. Are we going to continue doing the university model schooling? Are we going to continue um certain sport activities like I I've been I mean we got to get on our Spanish lessons like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's definitely one that we need to put in there and I love that in these pit stop moments my children join me um they don't let me do it solo because I have one son that raised his hand he said I am taking the month of December maybe January off of his sport and I was like oh, okay he's like yeah I need it <laughs> I was like you've only been back at it since September but okay um and I just I, I I have enough confidence that he's making the call correctly for himself and he's not just being lazy um that I actually honored it and like literally this week I'm excited to see a different child because he's not going to be burnt out and he's not being dragged somewhere he doesn't want to go. Um, mm -hmm. So that that's also part of it. I would say have your family join in on the realignment and don't try to take it all on yourself. Like when you're at a pit stop, it's a team. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going around doing something to the car. <laughs> so see it that way. You are not the car. You're just part of the team maintaining the car and this car we call family and parenting. <laughs> you know, I agree. Um, I'm always, I thought I had a gripe with the arts options and how it was like late in the day Saturday, but we've just tried to prioritize like a more mellow Saturday morning since we never have mellow Sundays anymore because acting is Sunday morning. 
So we just didn't overbook ourselves. And sometimes we had a thing to do before hip hop and made it to hip hop. And sometimes we just did hip hop and something after, or that's just our quieter day. Um, and more is going on on Sunday after acting, but it's, it's allowing yourself the room that that's the season, right? We're going to do two classes. That's the season. Um, definitely want to get back to Spanish. I just think the holidays interrupt so much. So I was like, let me just shoot an email and just figure out what we do to start the new year fresh, where there'll be less interruption right. until like yeah. spring break. But those kind of choices, like rather than feeling like, oh, I have to do it right now and overcommit and then feel like we're missing something. Correct. Which never feels like a good feeling or um, those schedules don't align, just leaving it for a time where there's less of the conflict. Um, but I think part of avoiding what I was comparing on the race to like, the car setting on fire <laughs> aside from like all of my issues are like extremes like pumping the brakes the whole engine is on fire <laughs> yeah um is the feeling spent it feels like because of the overhaul the engine just gives up you know um and i don't i don't want to start a new calendar year that way i don't want the middle of the academic year to feel that way but we've gotten into a, I just had like feedback on the flow of work assignment, school assignments for SOAP and the work and reviewing and then feeling stretched that I was getting home later and not being able to do. And I think getting into a flow where it's just like a little bit every day and it doesn't have to be quantity as much as quality of the assignment. Um, or the review or the getting the green in math or, you know, on her apps and using what we have. I have kind of taken her teacher's approach to that, but I've just added the instances. Um, so that makes me feel like we're still working towards those goals and it's not just taking whatever we're getting at school or downshifting which wasn't our choice, you know, like a re reactionary kind of downshift in the review or in the end. I'm just really impressed. You know, we, we did get to do a big um, Disney surprise. And honestly, the more I like share the catch up with everyone, I really do love that. Like, Soap was an age where she was like reading her own letter about her surprise, which when I originally thought we'd do this trip, I was hoping for five, but then the pandemic happened and that's, you know, our trip didn't happen. And now that I look at it, I'm like, no, it happened when it was supposed to. And it is very satisfying to see this like skill she has and seeing her walk around parks and read things and figure things out and see cautionary things and who she is as a seven year. Like, and I feel seven has gone so fast. Um, and then just this weekend, um, Bella just seemed so much taller. Like I could see the middle school setting in like that, you know, the broody, I'm thinking about this. I'm kind of too big for some of this yeah. um, stage happening. Um, and then, you know, like Sash, Justin's heading towards graduation and that's going to shift. 
everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to shift pretty much his world, everybody's pretty, world. Pretty much yes. everything. I'm like putting another car on the track. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's just always these perspectives of like where you are as an individual, where you guys are as a unit. Um, where the kids are individually, what they are in proximity to each other. Um, but I, I do enjoy just everyone having an opinion. Like we were playing um, Rummy Cube and like being at this place where like the concepts of the things we do together are a little more challenging, a little more thinking outside of the box um, and seeing who they're turning into um so it gives me that ability to say okay let's ease off and not let the engine light up on fire and get the service we need uh so that we can recharge fill our tank and keep going forward together because we want to model that for them too we want to show them it's not like we don't want to trudge through these phases um there's disappointment there's sadness there's challenge but there's growth and there's joy and uh showing them all of that as well yeah i just i love how you talked about like the spanish class and doing it at the right time and not feeling pressured to just hurry up and get it on the calendar because the other thing with these pit stops that i have with my kids is we assess what the year is going to look like what the year has looked like what they've enjoyed what they haven't enjoyed it's at least for us we're really big on not just signing up but showing up like it's one of my mantras with them over and over again it's like don't just wear the uniform actually play it <laughs> like play the sport it's not an acting class like we didn't sign up for theater we actually signed up for basketball so let's actually play basketball let's not just say we play basketball but let's actually do it um and that's huge for you know making sure that it doesn't conflict with a whole bunch of other things that you actually can do it and do it well and so that's why i love like you said making sure we're not stalling out and because it, it affects more than just us it's the other folks that are alongside of us doing life with us that it also impacts um so making sure we're giving our best yes at all times and that's what i like about the pit stops that you can actually slow down and not make decisions when everything's just blurry whipping past you really fast um but you could actually get people's input like your family's input to know where to go next and what to do next. Um, I, I will say this, like eight is great meme. So uh, I know seven went by fast, but eight is just so amazing. It's my favorite age for every child. <laughs> they turn into amazing human beings at eight years old. Um, but, uh, and I've just been enjoying all the different stages that they've all gone through and I think the pit stops that let me, let me as a mom step back and reflect on each child and what I've thoroughly enjoyed about them and get excited about the next stage and season that they're going to take me into because there's no telling. I always kid around with people. It's like, yes, I have 
four sons, but I have four different types of boys. Like they're they're not really any similar. It's like there's many different types of boys out there. And I got four of them. <laughs> they're all different. It's not the same thing. You don't experience the same thing with every single stage. They're, they they always leave me amazed with the conversations and the desires and the dreams. I will share this funny story. I My six-year-old already, and I, I think I text this to me. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. I still haven't done anything with it because I really don't know what to do with this. But I get a text from another kindergarten mom that her daughter already has claimed that her and Philip will get married and they will have five kids. And they will name one kid Johnny. <laughs> and and what's crazy is that this has also been confirmed. By the kindergarten teacher. She was like, it was like love at first sight. They didn't even sit near each other. They were like across the room, but they still, and now they sit next to each other. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, great. <laughs> Why what did you, what you allow do that? that? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what to do with that. Like you hear about these stories, but you don't actually think you would ever be the mother to a said child where the story might take place. <laughs> so... So I'm just writing it, Torn Tribe. Right now, I just let him talk about it and imagine life and their house and the pools. Like, these conversations are pretty in-depth. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. Thankfully, she's a wonderful child, and I love her family. So it's all good, but it's stuff like that. So I'm saying, like, I, he's the last of the four and I've never had these conversations with any of my other sons. So I was completely unprepared. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I envision these conversations with like a 25-year-old son. But I'm having them with a six-year-old <laughs> instead. So if you have any advice for that, Torn Chai, feel free to email it in. <laughs> like, I will take it. I will take the advice. Um so memes as we wrap up this year, which it's quickly coming to the close, one of the other things that I've been trying to consider is work. And I, I don't even want to say work-life balance. It's just work. I just want to consider my career and how to shape that to support the type of lifestyle that I want for my family. Um, Cause my career towards the end of the year, there's just so many IT releases and so many requirements that I'm trying really, really hard to protect Christmas and new years um, to make sure that one, even if I do have to travel around those times that I'm not talking about it. Like, I have consciously made a decision in my head. It's like, I said the dates once so everybody knows that I'm traveling. Said date into what city and what hotel so I don't go missing. Um, but I, I, that's it. I, I'm not talking about it anymore. So that I could be fully present and not make anyone feel anxious or even myself feel anxious about having to pack and travel and be here and there um, during those crazy weeks. But just looking forward 
to celebrating the holidays and enjoying the moments that we had because I actually did that for Thanksgiving and it felt great, you know, to actually be present and just enjoy where I was with who I like with the family that was around. So tour and drive, give yourself the freedom to get off the track, stop racing around, take a pit stop, and fill your take. <laughs> no stalling out like memes in college. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> the gas needs the car needs gas to go. <laughs> Don't push it around the circle. <laughs> And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So now for our men's segment of the show, where we what's helping us keep it all together. Memes, you want to share your men? I actually have two. So oh, I'm gosh. Are you excited. taking both our slots? There <laughs> <No>. you go. <laughs> um. I'm excited about our holiday plans and that we will be together. And it, it was endearing when I, I didn't realize I had not like verbalized my confirmation. Oh no, make, you, everybody was in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't get it because I can't give the confirmation the day the invitation is made and everyone behaves like that's so insane. And I'm like, I have an adult child who goes to visit family. I have time off. My partner doesn't get time off the way I get time Like, there's things to be considered. But I think I had eventually given a thumbs up, but I have to be more verbose with my yeses. So it was interesting, because the only reason I noticed is because Ezekiel was like, yeah, are you coming? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm kind of like, Oh, okay. Mom, she's coming. And I'm like, did people not know? I was okay. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> and then mom mentions him and she's like, oh, your brother didn't want to ask you. I was like, why not? <laughs> like, now it's fine. But it was the pressure at the beginning. You guys wanted just yeses. You wanted to like strong arm yeses out of me. I don't have answers for you the day you asked me. But I'm um, excited about that. And it felt nice that it was like, we all have to be there. And so as soon as, so then I text Dave and I'm like, I'm coming. And it's like, oh, great. This room is for me and this room is for this person. And, da, da, da. and I was just like, oh, so sweet. Um, and then it's the kids with their Spanish class. It was, it's, I love that they're excited to do it virtually together. I love, I love that they want to spend holidays. Together. I love that they have their own thing. The funniest is that our brother, well, my daughter calls that they um couldn't believe their vibe and how he was kind of not being treated like that there when they're together it's just like well <laughs> the, the cousins will always went out to anyone else like I'm sure you've made an aunt or an uncle feel like that or a parent or a sibling feel like that when you were with your cousins <laughs> um so I cherish that that they have that together um, and then maybe I have three because <laughs> she has taken so, my spot torn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on our trip, I was, uh, I'm always just really, you know, I have a special place in my heart. I, you know, I do co-host 
a podcast with my sibling. Um, we get video reels edited by our other sibling. Um, is to see the closeness with Justin and So. Mm-hmm. Um, the three of them when they're together, but in particular in a high pressure, high stakes area where anyone can have a meltdown. I'm surprised I didn't have a meltdown at Disney. Um, that they, their understanding of each other, their bonding together, it's really beautiful. And, and I, I was very moved through the whole trip and very grateful, um, you know, for my, for my family, but just really to see like what's instilled in them and very mending. Worth awesome. all of it. Worth the engine on fire. <laughs> worth riding with no brakes. Um, and definitely part of my part of my filling my tank. Yeah, that, I love that. I I have one mend, but they're see one mend it, siblings. It, Those were the things. <laughs> no, where's all siblings? No, it was just bond a little bit because Dave had like two shout outs. He he should feel mended from my mend. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that they feel mended. Yeah. Um, that's a command. <laughs> but my my one mend, um, it kind of spans. But th- there's a couple of different people that are contributing to this mend, and it's um, I don't even know how to verbalize it. I guess it's being included in some shape or form like I just absolutely love that while you were in Disney World that going on an aerial ride would make my niece think of me and be like send her this video send her this video so that I can virtually be a part of it um and I thoroughly enjoyed like our conversation about her time there and like all the things and what she thought and how it happened and just seeing her so excited that she didn't want you to tell me the yes. order of events of the day. I'm like, oh yes, that's what I've been waiting for. Yes, <laughs> like yes, get, bring me into your world and how you saw it and how you received it and the order that you thought it went through. Um, I didn't even care if it was accurate or not. I just wanted yeah, my, to hear my rate for being a spokesperson is not going to go down just because. Of that. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I just thoroughly enjoy that. And then there's um, two young ladies at church that we've become pen pals and they're in high school and middle school and they're just bringing me into their world. And it's just beautiful. Like I, th- there's, there's nothing that could be said or replace a pen and paper. Mm-hmm. The written words are just so heartfelt, you know, and you write them down and you see it like so much more thought goes into sending someone a letter than just a picture or just calling them and talking or seeing your, them in person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just the fact that I have, young ladies from high school down to elementary school, including me in their lives and actually seeing a part, the childlike side of me 
is exciting because <laughs> I'll tell you, Tour Drive, when you see me, I'm just very stoic. I'm just like, I look like an angry New Yorker half the time. <laughs> and I don't even live in New York anymore. So <laughs> it's just stuck on my face. <laughs> I just grew up there. It got stuck on my face. So it's nice for them to actually see the silly, you know, the fairy tale side of Athena that thinks that she can be a Barbie or, you know, swim with Ariel under the sea. Um, and it's fun for them to just include me. So I've just really been enjoying that. So yes, Torn Tribe, I get really giddy when I see my pen pals is written back. I'm like, oh, mail, that's not a bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see what they had to say, <laughs> you know. Um, Yes, so that's that's what's been mending me. And so Torn Tribe, we would love to hear what's mending you these days. Um, and even other topics that you would love to hear me and memes talk about and um, either give advice on or share in the world. Uh, so memes, tell our folks how to stay connected. Here at Torn MLB, it's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll figure out if Twitter is still Twitter, but we're there. And um, you can email us. Please drop us um, a mend, an anecdote, feedback on our episode, and our email is tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.